This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 136. On this week's episode, I want to talk a little bit about how sometimes artistic choices by either the artist or the music director exclude us, and we are not involved in a couple of situations where we can see that and just to give you a heads up about how that is a potential part of your life and your career and not necessarily how to deal with it but at least for you to be aware that that exists so that you're not sort of surprised by it when it happens and you're aware of that being a thing in this world and in this industry. But before I get started, as always, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I'm very, very proud to endorse. Zildjian Cymbals, Vader Drumsticks, Evans Drumheads, LP Percussion, Gibraltar Hardware, Nirvana Handpans, and of course, my dear friends from Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors. So at first glance, when somebody thinks of rejection in the music business, or when I hear that word, I sort of automatically associate it with three different things. One being not getting a callback for uh, or from an audition or by an artist that you're auditioning for, not getting the gig, basically. That's one of them. The sort of second uh, instance where I see or feel or have felt rejection in the past has been when I record something that either doesn't make the song, the final version of the song, or a song that I was a part of does not make the album or um it ends up not fitting the project or the vision that it was for. And lastly, and similar to the my last point, having to do with choices, the third instance where we might feel this has to do with a musical or artistic choice that might have nothing to do with your musicality whatsoever. And it might not be a negative or a positive thing, but you're just not included for whatever reason in a live performance or a TV show or a special event or stuff like that. At first glance, all of these things are related to us. And it has to do with us, what we did, how we did things, why we did what we did. And we have egos and we can't help to feel like the world revolves around us, musically speaking. But not doing that could be something that will help you immensely. So the same way that there were three things that I brought up in terms of how these feelings can arise as far as not getting a gig, not performing and not being chosen for a recording for whatever reason. There are three parts of the equation that can allow you to come to terms with all these things and help you improve sort of how to deal with these things whenever they happen next. The first part of the equation has to do with what I was just speaking about just now, which was ego. And of course, it's easy for me to say, to try not to be, to take things so personal. But that's part of who we are and what we are as artists, as musicians. We take things personally. Our feelings get hurt or our feelings are deeply affected by things constantly. And that's a good thing, by the way. I think it's very, very important to feel and to be in touch with our feelings. And that's the way we develop emotional intelligence and a bunch of other things. But that's 
the first part of the equation. It's a very important part, our ego. The second part has to do with the lack of control that we possess regarding that choice. Okay, the choice of not getting a gig is not ours. Obviously, we would get the gig if we wanted to. The music director or the artist themselves chooses that or the manager, whatever it is. So basically not us, right? When it comes to recording, you could do a phenomenal job and you can do incredible takes, but maybe the producer or the mix engineer didn't do a good job with it or didn't do the right mixing or didn't, you know, comp properly and, you know, the, the recording came out wrong or not how you wanted it and, and you're disappointed and you feel some sort of rejection that is not under your control. When somebody, a music director, doesn't choose you for a live performance because there's not enough room on stage or because there is, you know, not enough inputs and whatever, they couldn't get the right backline for the event. That's not under your control. The ego and the lack of control are sort of tied in together, okay? And they're all sort of even so tied in with this last point which is the most important one, which has to do with how we react to those news, how we react to the potential rejection from a audition, the potential bad news of, you know, the song not being released or the song not making the album. And of course, as it relates to a big performance, it could be something huge, a TV show or an award ceremony, a private party for a celebrity that you like, whatever, and for whatever reason you're not chosen. That is all related, okay? All of them are related. And how we react is the most important thing. Of course, again, it's easy for me to tell you like, oh, well, we must react in a positive way and blah, blah, blah. Of course, that's the, the theory of it is fantastic. But when our feelings are in the way or they get hurt, that's when we tend to think about things differently and we get hurt and we get defensive. And that's sort of the, the key is to take a step back and think about similar to, to what I've said before in, in other episodes about welcome failures, how sometimes these things are sort of what are meant to happen and the things happen for a reason. But again, our feelings are involved, so it's very, very difficult. Our art is involved, and it's very difficult to not take it personally. You know, you're in a band, and they choose two people to perform instead of six or whatever. For whatever reason, it's very easy because you're not chosen to feel like, well, why not me? You know what I mean? And that's a perfectly normal way of thinking and reacting at first. But I encourage you to take a deep breath and relax and think about, like, you know, it's not my choice. So the lack of control or the situation rather the lack of control will help your ego sort of be at peace and relax and not feel personally insulted or personally rejected now to finish and i've i've, I've dealt with a lot of this before and as a percussionist it has happened so much where i'm the guy that doesn't get called for the thing and also as a percussionist sometimes i'm the guy that is definitely called for the thing percussionist or drummer so it, it's it sort of depends on so many things but one thing that i encourage you to think about is that there's a difference between lacking control and knowing that it's not up to us 
and placing blame or attributing one specific person or group of people to how you're feeling at the moment because you took it personal. So those are the, the most, sort of most important words that I can tell you about this whole situation is that be mindful of the difference between placing blame and understanding that you don't have control over whatever just happened because it's just going to make it way cooler for you. It's going to be make it it's going to make it easier for you to understand what happened and it's going to sort of spring about different a different kind of reaction. If you blame somebody, you're probably going to be sort of filled with anger or um, bitterness or you're going to be jaded and you're going to just assume that that person has something negative about them. And I think it's much more constructive to understand that you lack control and that's just the decision. Understand the decision. And another thing that I'll tell you is that a lot of it will make or something that will make you feel better is just blaming the instrument that you play. Sort of this non-physical, non-personal entity that is just a thing that could make you sort of sleep better at night. Thank you guys and girls so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.